Congratulations, you are tuned into the number one podcast where life has no limits. Your host, Joan Kaler, is the founder of Joan Kaler Counseling and Consulting International. Joan consults with clients around the world to help them reach their full potential with emotional freedom techniques, chakra balancing, and cognitive behavior therapy. Joan is a sought-after speaker, trainer, and consultant. Now, here is Joan. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of Life Without Limits, the podcast that hopes to inspire you to lead your best life. My name is Joan Kaler. I'm a therapist and an international consultant. I love interviewing experts. So I want to welcome in everybody who's already seen or heard one of my podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me again today. For those that may be joining in for the first time, thank you for being here. If you like what you see and hear, please share it with others so we can spread the joy. Today, I'm very excited because we're going to talk about medical marijuana. Yes, and I have the expert of experts in Pennsylvania on my show today. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to grab because I want to show you his information here. It's called Dispense Magazine, talking all about medical marijuana, where you can get it, and the website. So without further ado, I want to welcome in my special guest today, Mr. Sven Hosford. Hi, Sven. Thank you for coming on today. Hey, Joan. Thanks for having me on. It's a great okay. pleasure. It's so exciting. Just a little backstory, everyone. Um, I've known Sven for many, many years, and I was actually, he taught me, he had me on his podcast. This man knows podcasting, believe me, <laughs> as well as all other ways to communicate. Now, Sven, you are, everybody's going to say, well, who's Sven? Okay, brilliant. You are the founder and editor of Dispense Magazine and the founder of the, the movement. I want to say the movement in Pennsylvania for medical marijuana. You are the leader. Well, I'm, I'm one of many. Um, you know, there's a lot of people leading in a lot of different corners and, and, and camps in, in Pennsylvania. You know, if I was to point out the people who actually were the most influential in getting the law passed, it would have to be the mama bears. Yes, yes. The, mother, the mothers who had epileptic children, uh, many of them who seized right there on the floor of the legislature so that the uh, congressmen could see what was happening with their lives. Wow. Those are the real heroes. But I was, yes, I was with the, uh, I still am with the Pennsylvania Medical Cannabis Society, and uh, we were uh, very helpful, I think, in helping to uh, get the law passed. So that was, that's been a great pleasure in my life to be a part of that. I'm so glad you were. And I am thrilled that medical marijuana is now a law and accessible. There are so many people suffering needlessly. I think, Sven, out of 50 states, do you have a clue on how many states now have the uh, medical marijuana law passed? I believe we're at 30 right now. Wonderful. Uh, change next week with the, uh, the new election. Um, and there's, there's a few other states I know coming on. Um, to, it won't be very long before everybody has a medical program. 
That's fantastic. I know I'm blessed because one of my clients, thanks to you and thanks to the seminar that you had several weeks ago, I learned all about it and I was able to find a physician, certified physician, and now one of my clients is using medical marijuana because as a licensed therapist, I can diagnose for post-traumatic stress disorder, and that is the only mental diagnosis that's approved for medical marijuana. But it is absolutely my pleasure to be able to help someone in this way if indeed they qualify as having post-traumatic stress disorder. I found a physician. I went and talked to the physician, and now I can refer to him. He explained the process to me about how he got certified and how he gives um, a card to the individual that I sent to him, and then that individual can go to a dispensary. And that's kind of right. Yeah, they they uh, the physician, the certifying physician, will put you into the system online with the Department okay. of Health, and then in a few days you'll get your card in the mail. Oh. And that, that card is the one that you then can take into the dispensaries and use to purchase. Okay. Unfortunately, where we live in southwestern Pennsylvania, there are many dispensaries, I think four or five of them now. I think five or six, if you count out towards Uniontown. Okay. A couple more coming. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Sven, I want to ask a very provocative question. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Big Farm thinks of all this? Well, on the surface, uh, on the front line, uh, you know, in the short term, they're scared to death of it because every state where uh, cannabis becomes legal uh, for medical or for recreational, what they see is a reduction, sometimes up to half of the number of pharmaceuticals sold. <laughs> um, a, you, you see a quarter to a third fewer opioid overdoses, which is really important. Um, so big pharma, on the one hand, they don't like it because it's going to cut into their, their other profits. Uh, in the long term, I think we could expect, uh, if it ever gets taken off the of Schedule 1 by the federal government, I think you can expect to see big pharma move into the cannabis industry pretty fiercely. Hmm. Um, now, of course, they'll be wanting to separate out different components and patent those so they can make a profit on it. Right. And unfortunately for them, uh, what we're finding with cannabis is that the more uh, terpenes, the more flavonoids, the more uh, uh, cannabinoids that are in the product you're consuming, the better it works. So uh, where the pharmaceutical likes to extract out and patent that, um, that's kind of antithetical to the way that cannabis works. So mm. it's tough for them on that part. I mean, I don't know anything about the chemistry of this. I am learning, but I'm thinking if you start messing and taking the compounds out of it and patenting it, it's not going to have the same effect, right? There's a whole system of the body called the endocannabinoid system. It's a system of the body that's designed to use any cannabinoids that you put into your body. And cannabinoids are all of the active ingredients within the cannabis and hemp plant. So there's the ones we know about like CBD and THC. Those are the, the big known ones. But there's these things called terpenes. Uh, and many of these terpenes are what give it that uh, unique smell or flavor. Mm. Uh, there's one called lemony. It actually gives it a lemony smell. Um, there's one that's very piney. 
and it's the same terpene that's actually in the the trees in the forest in the pine forest so it's in the use of all of these together that you're going to get the best medical effects from the cannabis mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. help our listeners and viewers I'm thinking of some of the medical diagnoses that this is appropriate for. Obviously, epilepsy, uh, Parkinson's. I think so, yes. There's 21 conditions. I can tell you from talking with the pharmacists and and being out at the dispensaries that the number one issue, probably more than half of the people that come in there are for some sort of pain. Okay. Um, And and most of the people, like 60% of the people that are in there are over 50 Wow. So it looks like a pharmacy. You see people in walkers and wheelchairs and crutches. And so it's a lot of pain being addressed. Uh, So that's the biggest thing. Wow. Uh, With children, uh, and we just did a podcast uh, at Saliva Wellness that we will be putting up in a week or two. Um, And with children, the big thing is on, um, uh, we did it on this subject, it's epilepsy and autism, and probably the third thing is irritable bowel syndrome. Nice. Um, And so Pennsylvania is very progressive in that we're one of the few states, maybe the only state that has autism as uh, one of the qualifying conditions. And in fact, um, one of the doctors I've done a lot of work with, Dr. Metcalf, um, that's how he kind of got involved with the cannabis industry, was that he was treating autistic children and the parents kept telling him they were treating them with cannabis, and he saw amazing results. And this is even before it was legal in Pennsylvania. Wow. So uh, those are the biggest things. Um, the, the other thing that Pennsylvania is very progressive about is opioid overdoses. If you have uh, an addiction to opiates, uh, you can get prescribed. Uh, you can get your, your medical marijuana card. Oh, that's fantastic to help people get off of. Whoa. Okay. And as you say, PTSD is a big one uh, because so many people are walking around with PTSD and, and don't even know it, have never been diagnosed, have never been to a medical health professional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can I tell you a quick story about a friend of mine, and he was asking me, he said, well, do you think I might have PTSD? And I said, well, I don't know. Has anything traumatic ever happened in your life? And he said, yeah, my four-month-old daughter died. And I said, go see. And we, 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 I sent him over to see Sarah Macon. Right. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks later he has this card. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's seeing uh, great results and he's, he's much calmer person now. Oh. Um, and it doesn't go ahead. Ask the question. Well, I was just going to say, that's what a lot of people don't realize is PTSD is not just, um, if you've served in combat exactly. as a war veteran, there. PTSD can be the traumatic event. It can be a one-time thing, or it can be if somebody is in a very difficult situation, a lot of trauma in the family life. If somebody is in an abusive relationship and it happens over and over and over again, there are many situations which can produce post-traumatic stress disorder. Not just, not that I'm minimizing it because thank God for all the veterans that are out there and thank you for your service. But that's one type of PTSD. There are many ways that somebody can have PTSD. And then I also think of medical marijuana as an adjunct, because when I talked to the gentleman that 
is certified in my area. He said, I don't just recommend the card. People have to stay in counseling while they're using medical marijuana. It's not just, okay, go get your stuff and that's it. So that's an adjunct to counseling. Yeah. Yeah. And and you find that with um, all of the best uh, dispensaries here in in the Pittsburgh area, um, you know, all of their pharmacists will say that you can't expect to just take this cannabis and your, your health problems will go away. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're going to sit on the couch and eat, Pringles potato chips and play video games all day, you, you can expect that your condition will not change no matter how much cannabis you consume. Uh-huh. You know, so it really is using all the tools in the toolbox. Right. Absolutely. I'm wondering, I know that I'm on a board for fibromyalgia, but it is not, fibromyalgia is not on the list. Not specifically, but, but pain is. Pain is. Pain is. And Ooh. so, yeah. Um, I mean, migraine headaches are not specifically on the list, but that okay. is a form of pain. I got you. So yes. most of the doctors will go ahead and get you your card for that if it's just migraines. Even. This is fascinating. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, well, that's an aside. You have no idea how much effort Sven and I put into getting this podcast going today, but that's, <laughs> that's another story. How did you get involved in this? Oh, this is such an interesting story. Well, maybe not so much. Um, I, you know, I did, uh, holistic health publications for many years and that's where we met. And, um, I was doing some podcasting with, uh, with, um, the journal of lifestyle medicine was the magazine I was publishing at the time. And, uh, unbeknownst to me, the mold behind the bathroom tile in my bathroom was slowly killing me. Oh and, um, I eventually had to move and had heart attack literally from the mold went to a naturopathic clinic learned all these things about mold and you know whenever you have these kinds of it's one of those american things you know whenever you have some big crisis or you have a uh some something that happens to you that then becomes your cause you know um and i'd been a holistic health advocate for so many years and i thought I just don't want to be the mold guy. You know, I didn't want to be the mold expert because nobody wants to talk about mold. But um, during that time, during my rehab, I was able to use some medical cannabis there from the, uh, it was a, actually a native American clinic, um, a church actually. So they had some sacraments there. So I became more uh, aware of how to use cannabis medicinally and it was actually a, a pretty good help in, in the detoxing process. And along the way, I met some guys that said, hey, we're going to change the world. We're going to get it legalized in Pennsylvania. And I said, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. And, I, and uh, they said, well, do you want to videotape uh, this event we're having? And I went and videotaped it. And three months later, I was the media director for the <laughs> Medical Cannabis Society. So it kind of fell in the back door. Which, when I talk around to people in the industry, that's all how they came about it. Somebody said something to somebody, and so we said, hey, do you want to go for a license? And, you know, the next thing you know, uh, three years later, I'm a cannabis expert. So I'll, I'll be the uh, cannabis guy. I'd rather do Good. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, cannabis guy, holistic guy. Um, that's why Sven and I resonate so much is because I'm a holistic therapist, and he's definitely into holistic health care. Let's find out how to combine the good stuff 
uh, whether it's medical marijuana or whether it's any type, any form of complementary and alternative medicine with traditional medicine. Because, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, my bias is that talk therapy is not enough. You've really got to get into um, energy work, and well, that's a whole another podcast. But yeah, well, I agree with you. That talk therapy is not enough. And, and to to really emphasize the point about what you said about uh, you know cannabis and holistic health. Um, we were just at a uh, holistic health expo uh, earlier this month there in Monroeville, and we brought in some of the cannabis uh, businesses. And it is amazing how much the holistic community embraces cannabis, and how much the cannabis industry embraces holistic health. Yes, because all of them, both of those communities, basically operate this way. If you're practicing holistic health, or if you're using cannabis as a medicine, you have decided that you are the captain of your own ship. You make the health decisions about what's best for you. You decide what to put in your body and what not to put in your body. You will listen to doctors, you'll take their advice and take it under consideration, but you want to be the one that makes that final decision. And, you know, both of the pharmacists at, um, uh, the Healing Center in Monroeville in Washington and the Saliva Wellness, which is in uh, Squirrel Hill and will be opening up up north here real soon. Uh, their pharmacists are very clear that you have to be the one to make decisions about whether you want to change your dosage, change your delivery system, change the strain you're using. The THC CBD balance can change. There's many different factors but this medicine is so new that they don't have any good criteria to say, well, take, you know, this oil every 12 hours, blah, 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 do that for six weeks. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of make the changes yourself and, and adjust your dosage. And, and again, take a lot more responsibility for your own health. And that's something that, you know, many people are, are not, really happy doing you know they would mm -hmm. rather have an expert tell them what to do mm -hmm. and then be confident that they're just doing exactly what the expert mm -hmm. says but the thing is you are the expert on your body nobody yes. knows your body better yes than you. yes oh so ah uh, words of wisdom so well said <laughs> so as as a counselor as a professional counselor i see my job is to say well how what is the dosage or where did you start? What did the pharmacist recommend? How are you feeling? Let's talk about how the PTSD is affecting you. So I see my job as helping my client to monitor. And, and that's, that's uh, the ongoing part and that's very important. But I think, you know, the very first thing, the most important thing is to remove the stigma. There's still oh. people walking around that have the stigma that, oh, I can't talk about it with my therapist or my doctor or anything else. And, you know, when you understand the science and you understand that there is a system of your body that's designed to receive these cannabinoids, there is no system of the body designed to receive alcohol or tobacco. Okay. There is not a tobacco cannabinoid system or an alcohol <laughs> cannabinoid system. You have a liver that's designed or, to clean. Or an opioid cannabinoid system. Yeah, right. Well, there is there is opiates. That's a different. Oh, that's, that's a, a different. Okay. There is an opiate uh, receptors. Okay. But there is these receptors all over your body 
that are designed to allow cannabis to be your medicine. And once you really get that, I found decades of shame and guilt around my recreational use just kind of fell away. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the fact is, almost all recreational use is, in fact, medicinal use. Yes, yes. People are trying to come back to balance because they feel out of balance. Yes. And, you know, there's, if you think about people, and I've met two people in my life who they were always so happy and so bubbly and so cheerful and so balanced, and they both said, you know, I tried marijuana, but it just didn't really do anything for me. And that's because their endocannabinoid system was already at peak performance. Oh. There was no improvement to be made. Oh. So when you're at your peak balance with in your cannabinoid system, you are happy, you are bubbly, you are cheerful, you are enjoying life, you're a very pleasant person to be around. So that's what we're striving for for everybody. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> folks. Yes. It's called bringing your body to homeostasis. Correct. to feel good because I think the whole this is so fascinating but I am a happy joyful person <laughs> but I also do things to support that exactly I, I take my fish oil CBD oil for whatever reason doesn't resonate with my body but I'm all for it I take my fish oil I exercise I uh, try and vitamin, actually cook. Get your vitamin D during the wintertime here. Oh, too. yeah. 5,000 international units every day, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm fortunate enough, God bless her. I won't mention her because she's not taking on any new patients, but I'm fortunate enough to work <clears throat> with a functional physician. And I'm also fortunate enough to work with Dr. Ted Sibick, who is a doctor of Qigong medicine. And then I go to a chiropractor. I have a team. That's it. You need a team. You need a That's team. what you need today is a team, a medical health team. And if you think about the way our, our society is structured today, there are so many things that put stress on our system. And all of those things get us out of homeostasis, take us out of balance. So they're, they're starting to use a term now. It's called cannabinoid deficiency syndrome. In other words, you don't have enough cannabinoids in your system. That's a real term that real doctors are using. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. People that are listening to this podcast, there is no other place on this planet except for Sven's podcast where you can get the quality of information. So I'm so glad you're listening. You've got to share this. Whoever is listening right now, you've got to share this with people. Sven... Tell, tell us about your podcast. Tell us about okay. the website. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about an event that we have coming up, too. Tell us about yes. Our podcast uh, is Dispense Magazine Podcast. You can find it on uh, YouTube, iTunes, anywhere you can normally find podcasts, but especially on our homepage of our website, dispensemagazine.com. Uh, I'm really happy with the ones we've done so far. We've done a, a great series of them out at Salivo Wellness in Squirrel Hill. Um, we did the first one on first-time users and, and things that beginners should know. Uh, we did the second one on pain and opioid addiction, and we had a Chinese uh, medical doctor come on, uh, Daniel Johnson. If you've ever uh, heard him speak, he's amazing, amazing. Um, and we'll be posting one on the pediatrics here very soon. 
Um, so a lot of great topics. We're going to have one coming up on uh, that we recorded at that expo I was talking about mm-hmm. um, on the integration of whole cannabis with holistic health. Uh, and that was just a great conversation that we had. So that'll be going up. So it's, it's really, you know, the kinds of things that you and your doctor should be talking about. Um, those are the things that we'll talk about on the podcast. Right. Have a conversation with your doctor for sure. If they are not educated in this area, then go to dispensemagazine.com or call me or call Sven or call Sarah Macon and we will help you find people because I guarantee you between Sarah and myself, I don't know there. I'm sure there are others somewhere. I haven't met them yet but I don't know any other therapist that's educated in this area enough. I, right now. I haven't heard of any yet either. I want to give you guys both a big credit for, for being the first ones out uh, promoting this as a part of, you know, how you can incorporate this into your practice. Oh, absolutely. Well, I am all about helping people feel better as fast as possible. So that's one of the reasons people find me is because I'm a holistic therapist and now to be able to have this understanding, have this education and be able to help people with their pain and PTSD, the pain part has to be on the physician, the medical professional, the nurse practitioner, the physician's assistant, all that good stuff. But this podcast will help educate people and anybody that calls me is going to be required to listen to this for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have homework for yeah. sure. <laughs> Sven, again, I'm going to have it in the iTunes description again, but the website is dispensemagazine.com. Dispensemagazine.com, right. And the podcast is? It is Dispense Magazine Podcast. Uh, okay, excellent. Yeah. And you all know, okay, for you that don't know, I'm joankaylor.com. I am jonajonekaler.com, so feel free to contact me if you wish to make an appointment, to come in and chat and see if there's anything I can do for you, whether it's about medical marijuana or anything related to mental health. I've been doing this for 150 years, no, 25 years this May 2019. So if I can be of service to you in any way, whether it's in the local area or outside I serve the world, seriously. So anybody that has any questions, feel free to contact me. Sven, you have a heart of gold and the patience of a podcasting saint. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so very much for being on the show today. You bet. It's truly blessed. So we're going to sign off for now. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Share this, people. Thank you so much, everyone. Contact Joan at joankaler.com for training, speaking, or consultation. Follow Joan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Remember to share what you learned today with others because there are no limits to what you can achieve.